Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Good Old Rocky Pod. Um, I'm your host, Matt, and then we got Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello. We got Caleb. Hello, Caleb. Hi, Matt. And we got Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Hello, world. How's everybody doing this week? I'm fired up, focused, and prepared. Fired up, <laughs> focused, and prepared. I'm a little tower, to be honest. Yeah. Well, tell us. What do you want to talk about? What do you think I want to talk about, Matt? Um, Vols versus Austin P. <laughs> Shall we dive right in? Sorry, what is Vols versus Austin P? Okay, go ahead. Well, good phrasing. Well, I'm sure you all watched it. Okay. Watched the same game that I did. And I don't know how you can come away from it feeling remotely confident going forward. Well, I mean, you phrase it that way. <laughs> I'm not confident, but I'm also not, like, like down in the dumps over it. It's an anomaly. I mean, it's one game that happens. An anomaly. Yes. An, an anomaly is when you don't rush for any yards in the second quarter against Pitt a year ago. This is something a little different, in my opinion. Why? It's Austin P. You can't complete passes against Austin P. You can't get separation against Austin P. You're resorting to slant back throwing in the backfield against Austin P because you can't complete a pass more than five yards down the field against Austin P. I don't yeah, have to say that. anything. I mean, it, yeah, it was an awful game, but it's not gonna, I, it happens in football all the time. Every like <sighs> FCS teams beat FBS teams. Here's the yes. problem. Here's the problem. Joe Milton has the highest ceiling but also the lowest floor of any quarterback I've ever seen. Oh my gosh, Matt. What are you talking about? Like, Okay, he can't have the lowest floor when he doesn't turn the ball over. At the very least, oh he does not do that. He is not JG. We should... Yes, we're thankful for that, but honestly, I think that's part of the issue is that He's afraid of turning the ball over. He's afraid of making a mistake, and then it makes him hesitant. And you can see it. He's missing, like, every throw. And people want to blame the wide receivers, but, I mean, put the ball right where it's supposed to be. They're going to catch it. Okay, yes, Joe made some bad throws, but also it is true the wide receivers dropped, like, four passes. Like, we can't ignore that they didn't help Joe either. That's true. I think um, I'm holding out hope. I'm not making a – the jury's still out for me on him because, like, for me, I think that, like, just playing Austin P. here's the thing I think overall with SEC playing these cupcake games is it's extremely hard for the team to get up and be excited to play about uh, play them. And then when we, when we overperform or we kill them, it's like, oh, well, it's just Austin P. But if we have a sluggish game because we're not focused and we are, I mean, let's face it, we are looking ahead to Florida. They would never admit it, but our coaches were preparing for Florida. Our players were thinking about Florida. We didn't even think about Austin P. 
we went in there and that showed a little bit. And guess what? Austin P through the kitchen sink. They were going like on fourth and everything, you know, and it was just kind of like whatever. Like I am concerned, but I'm not like throwing out the red flags unless he does it at Florida. Yes, thank you, Kyle. If if we have the Joe Milton performance at Austin P at Florida, it's Nico time. But the red flags are already there. They were there last week. They got worse this week against a lesser opponent than Virginia. Now, Virginia's maybe one of the worst FBS teams I've ever seen. No. No? No. Come on. They were awful. Just awful. They were bad, but one of the worst ever, no. Too much hyperbole, guys. Come on. Is yeah. I think we we kind of and I'm not saying us here. I think the general Vol Nation fan base really bought into Joe Milton actually be, being a Heisman candidate and being as good as Henning Hooker, and that was never the reality. And I think we're just now realizing, oh wait, he's not going to be a dark horse candidate for the Heisman. He's not going to be anywhere near Henning Hooker. But I don't think he's also going to be as bad as we might think he is. He's going to be somewhere in the middle. Oh. God, yes. Kyle, that's just perfect. I mean, yeah. He ahead, probably not as good as Hendon Hooker, clearly. And he may be terrible. I just don't know for sure yet. H- Hooker had bad games, too. Let's not forget that he threw up a few stinkers in his career. I just... Everything's there. Like He's like a Madden like rating of 95, and his awareness is like 39. Like, I just don't understand it. Like It's he, not awareness. He's making good decisions. But he's making them too late. Sometimes, what? yes, he's throwing a little late. I, I think that there's just so much power in his throws on the one hand. And on the other hand, he knows that there's so much power in his throws that he's conscious about that. And that accounts for the worm burners that we get. It accounts for the touch issues that have gone on. But when you know, he was getting real pressure by Austin P from our O-line and their D-line, and he was flushed out into the flat, and the throw to Thornton on the sideline hit him right in the hands, but it was like it was, it was harder than the jug machines. I mean, it was a bullet. Yeah. I did yeah. see an article today. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline where it says, like, Tennessee, like, took off the governors of the jug machines and turned it up to the highest velocity to try to replicate uh, Milton's throws. Oh, my God. Good. No, what are we doing? Stop throwing it so hard. But when he doesn't throw it, 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 it's he's he's 10 or nothing. Yeah, it is 200 miles an hour or nothing. I don't know. I mean, Which I also think accounts for the fact that no one can intercept him. Yeah, but I, here's the thing: I have I have noticed over the past. I hope I kind of wish that he the the long ball to uh, Keaton in the Virginia game that he dropped was perfect throw in a bucket on a penny. Like that thing was perfect. He struggles. With those medium range, I'd rather us see us show, throw like screen passes, bubble screens like last week, or just bombs. Like eliminate the middle, uh, the the middle, 
throws. Just don't do that. Well, let me let me ask Some this question. Drop. Oh. Does this offense miss um, Alex Golish? Is this a play calling issue or? I I mean I kind of I had the thought too, but I uh, fundamentally it's Josh Heupel's offense, so I I don't think we really missed Golish. Okay. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't what? like to see all the bubble screens and stuff like that just to be able to move the ball down the field, but I'm fine I mean, with that's it. what that's we got to do. That's what we got to do. I mean, I'm glad they finally work. I remember for all of Butch's tenure, they like would run them for negative ten yards twice a game. Well, we've got the stack sets outside the numbers, so he throws it to one. The other's blocking. He, typically, one of our receivers makes someone miss and gets five to seven or longer. I just don't know that you can beat Florida doing that. Of course you can. If that's what they're giving you, take it. If they're playing three high, say whatever. I don't know anything about defense, but if that's what they're, if they're playing deep, just take the bubble screen and get five yards every time. Then they're going to start king, and then we can't we we can't seem to hit longer routes. They're we haven't been to... run, We haven't even been trying them though, because everyone has been sitting on them. We've yeah. tried like two the whole year. Yeah, I heard that we only have two completions over twenty yards for the season. And one of them was one of the dumps to McCastles, right? Yeah, I think it went for like 34 or 43 yards. I can't remember. Also, I think that, and I get getting into the rhythm and kind of all that kind of stuff, but I I think Heupel maybe should have earlier in the Austin P game just started running the ball and forget about getting Joe in rhythm because I think he got like he was losing confidence and just like just run the ball and just blow Austin P out just by running. I mean, that's that's a good point. I felt like Austin P did do a really good job of controlling the tempo of the game, and that kind of prevented our offense from getting into any sort of rhythm. So, I mean, like, shout out to Austin P. Like, I couldn't believe that team lost to who was Southern Illinois? Like, how? Like, that was a well-coached football team that came into Neyland Stadium and executed their game plan pretty perfectly. I mean... Uh, they were clearly on meth or something. I mean, oh, guys. Caleb can't be taking shots at Clarksville, Tennessee. He can't. Now. Or as the announcer called it, Clarksburg at the very beginning of the, uh, of the broadcast. So bright spots from the game. Um, I guess running backs, man, I want them to go off in Florida. I want them to just have a great game. I want them to have a long run. Yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I would like us to yes have eighty yards every time we touch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice to see a broken tackle or two. Yeah, they get to the and then bop. No further. You guys, there's no downfield. Incredible. I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm just surprised that I'm actually agreeing with Caleb here. Me too. I mean. <laughs> it's like crazy. I don't like being the positive on the positive one on the pod here. It's not. It was Austin P. It was Austin P. Yes, Austin's it was awful. Let me be clear. It was Butch terrible. beat Austin P. Forty-five to nothing or whatever Let's not it was. Project that on the rest of the season, though. So. You had okay. We haven't brought this up. 
You had to call a players-only meeting the day after you beat Austin P. Yes. By like 30 to 13. Being proactive. Yeah. I'm glad that you... It's week two. I'm glad the players-only meeting didn't happen after a loss to Austin P. I mean, yeah, but what what do you do? Like, why did you not prepare? It's week two. I can understand if this is midway through the year, you've lost a game, you know, you're on the outside of the playoff picture, but it's week two. Come on. What do you want them to do, Matt? Say, that was a great game, let's just keep doing the same old thing, or do you want them to call a meeting and try to fix it? I don't want them to have to call a meeting at all. I'm well, not I mean, upset. Well, I mean, we have to. I mean, it, 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 it's the reality of the situation. You can't say, on the one hand, we suck, and on the other hand, we shouldn't do anything about it. I didn't We're say noting we that suck. it's worrisome. We don't, re- we don't object to it happening. I would like for them to fix the things, what? but it is a worrisome sign that it yes. happened. It sucked, yes, but... We're going to be fine at Florida. Here's my thing. Going into this season, I knew this season really honestly didn't start until this Saturday against Florida. So, I, like, it was like we had a bad practice against Austin P. That's all it was. Okay. Can I read from my list of excuses, by the way? Please. The Austin P. game. All right. To start, weather delay. Got us completely <laughs> off schedule. Anyone knows when you're not in rhythm, it just screws everything up. Number yeah. two, no running through the T. Them boys come here to run through the T, guys. And when you don't run through the T, you're just not going to be on your A game at home. Number three, no national anthem. <laughs> you're that unpatriotic. It's not going to be a good day. Uh, have we touched on Secret Florida Playbook yet? Because, I mean, I what? think be some truth we were just oh that one yeah that one's being, pretty good vanilla <laughs> keeping it vanilla i mean i can see it there's no way that the staff resorted to bubble screens for three quarters against austin p they're holding a lot back i mean you guys are talking yourselves into something now, I mean, it, I, i'm worried i think here's the thing we're i think i'm worried and concerned but not nearly what you're at so that's a good question. Like, what's your like on a one to ten scale? What's your sound the alarm? It's a, oh. it's a. I'm at like a four. You're at a four. I'm not a ten, but it's 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 at least an eight or nine. Wow, I'm at like a six. Um, yeah, I'm right there with Kyle. I'm like a three or a four. Yeah, you're a zero. Come on. No, look, <laughs> guys. Do you guys trust Typhoon or do you not trust Typhoon? I trust him. Purity test, Matt. We've just been given a purity test. I don't trust Joe Milton. I'm sorry. Do you trust Heupel to play the right quarterback? I think that I trust Josh to use the best quarterback that he has. That currently is Joe Milton. I'd have no doubt about that. We're going to dance with the one we brung. But I don't have a lot of confidence in Joe. Well... I think it also for me, and this is a this is also a mindset thing. I think for the whole season, and I, I mentioned this in our group chat. This entire season for me was house money. This is a between. This is a tweener year. Like this is like, hey Joe, you have one year left. Go have fun. See if you can get us in the playoff. Whatever. But this whole thing is preparing for Nico to take over next year. Or this year. Mm. Yeah. This is a, this is a house money year. Well. 
could even be not Nico's next year. It could even be this very weekend. Let's talk about Tennessee versus Florida. Uh, Seven o'clock. What Saturday on ESPN? Right, prime time. Herbie and Chris. Yeah. Bro. Ah, Tennessee, Florida. So, what? We were confident, I think, before the season. Caleb, what were the, what were the percentage uh, win chances we gave? Uh, I think Chris had sixty five. I had seventy, and then uh, Kyle had seventy five. I think, and you were at eighty, Matt. Eighty seems yeah. a little low for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Chris, do you still feel sixty five percent? I think it's a coin flip. I mean, I, I think okay, it's what, I'm just curious. What has changed from last year to now? Did you just think that Joe was going to be amazing? Is that what you thought? What yes, because that's all they ever tell us. Everything over the summer was Joe is making the right decisions. Offense he is, is making the right decisions. Yes, Joe. Offense is showing out in practice. Thornton, unbelievable. Now this this is a that I have to. You have to take that with a grain of salt because I remember reports of uh, Uros Plavsic is is hitting threes and is unguardable. Okay, so, the, but do you? They also all the reports were the offensive line sucks and the offensive line does suck. So you're gonna believe some and not all, or how's this gonna work? I definitely am going to be selective, but <laughs> I, I sometimes I thought. Maybe the defense is much, that much better. Yes, I, I, you do all the stupid things in the preseason. But what was your real question? I'm sorry. I got lost there for a second. I think I was just getting at, did you think Joe is going to be amazing or? Did or... I think, I thought I would get the Joe from the Orange Bowl with this current crop. If I got the Joe from the Orange Bowl and the Joe from Vandy, then I really had no concerns. Okay. My, my mindset up until this point has been nice. It's with Josh Heupel. It's can we get enough stops for us to score, outscore them? So has been you, my entire philosophy. Do you think that Joe from Vandy and Clemson just doesn't exist anymore or, or what? I don't know. I have the evidence of my eyes and I ain't seen the guy. Have you seen him? I don't know. I'm, would like to be extra clear for like the fourth time joe may suck he may suck really bad i'm just not ready to declare just yet yeah i want to to see him play against florida i i I don't say that he sucks i'm saying that he's concerning right now i'm saying that the receivers are concerning the offense everything about the offense apart from the running backs and even then i'm not sure what that's going to look like against florida See, I think that's the key, what you just said. We're all saying the same things, but just not at the same degree. Okay. I agree. Yes. Yeah, I think I'm, we're I'm all just... concerned with the Austin P game is whether I think Chris and Matt are like putting that necessarily Look, on the Florida game. I'm going to say it, it clear. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to come out and I'm going to say it. He sucks. He sucks. <sighs> all right. I'm just kidding. All right, here's the one. He doesn't suck, but. I know we're going into Florida talk, so let's go into this. Are we scared of the swamp at night 
No. Have you ever met a Florida fan in real life, Kyle? I'm just asking because that's I've been hearing like the Tennessee has to go and not only go to the swamp, but go to the swamp at night. And it's Joe Milton who just struggled at Austin P. Well, and he has that quote that says, "I don't lose games in Florida." He does lose games in Florida, though. He was so bad in the last Florida game in the <laughs> swamp at night that they had to pull him. What didn't he get hurt versus? Wait, did he play so in that he game? Got, I think he got hurt versus Pittsburgh. Now he got pulled in the second game. He got hurt against Pittsburgh. Yeah, he got hurt, and then Hooker threw the interception late against Pittsburgh. Have I misjudged that? Yes, because he he played in Bowling no, Green. No, 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 no. He got, he got pulled in Pittsburgh, and then yeah, Hooker's first official start was Florida. But but Hooker got hurt in the pit game. No, Milton got hurt in the pit game. You remember oh. Hilton was overthrowing everybody, and then he got hurt, and Hooker <laughs> almost I, came back and won. I thought because we said I think if Joe is one and zero in the state of Florida, and that's the Orange Bowl. And he's got oh. a bunch of friends and family going down there. That's his hometown or whatever, his home state. Oh, my God. They're having, they're having like a Milton section. Look, I, it's Wednesday, and I'm I'm nervous. Right. I don't know what we're going to do. Well, neither it's do been I. 20 years. It's been 20 years since we've won down there. And this is our best chance to win. Is it? Yes. We're, have we ever been favored by Did we say that in 2021? Were we favored by a touchdown at Florida? I don't think so. I don't think I don't it's, I think we, we, it's our best chance to win, not only because we're kind of on the uptick, but how god-awful they are. Yes, we, thank remember, you. We Florida. might not be great, but they're super, super bad. Yes. But it's Florida. We're going to do what we've always done against Florida. We're going to make it a game. I mean, I would love to go down there and pull an LSU 2022 against them, but... I think we honestly maybe could win this game if Milton didn't even throw the ball. We just ran. I agree. Florida well, is terrible. We're not. I still think we're going to put up enough points to outscore Graham Mertz <laughs> against our defense. Or no, they have no chance. That's what we do, though. As uh, as a program, we make new stars. We always put it together against Florida. Always. When we have concerns going into the Florida game, we always put it together, right? Never. We did last year. We played pretty bad against Pitt and then played like 50 minutes of amazing football against... Or maybe We played three, two quarters of really good football. Maybe a quarter. We started putting it together for the first time all season against Florida last year. True. I will grant you that. Uh, so what other Florida talk we got? So we're not... Are we all thinking we're going to go get a win? Yes. I personally do. I'm curious what you guys think. I'm less certain than I was uh, before the Austin P game. I'll say that. All right, so you were 80%. What are you now? 75. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I can see a game that Tennessee goes down early, makes a mistake or two, down 17-3, something like that. 
I can see a game where we put Nico in and say, okay, you know, this other guy's not doing anything. Let's see what you can do. There is no circumstance that Nico <sighs> snaps against Florida. He might, I, I but disagree. It not equate to a win. Yeah. If it's, it's the only circumstance is Joe injury, which I shudder to contemplate. I'd, I would say that if our defense is kind of shutting them out, or let's say it's like a seven to three game or something, Florida's up and then going into halftime, and we just see they're not really moving the ball and they might score maybe another touchdown or something, and Hype was like, okay, I just need two touchdowns to win this game, he might play Nico. I mean, I would like to see it. I wish we could have seen him. And sauce some pee, but I don't want to see Nico. I want to see Joe get better. I want to yeah. see chemistry with Joe and receivers. Yeah, that's that, that, offense going forward. But the, but you're right. There are so many scenarios. Like there will, I don't think that there's any scenario that will surprise me. Any certainly any result. Nothing is going to surprise me. Florida could beat us by thirty, and it would not <laughs> shock me. That would be the one thing that would surprise me. I, I, I saw a team last week that can lose to an SEC, any SEC team by 30. We were that disjointed. Yeah, that's a good but point. Taking out defensive touchdowns and special team touchdowns from Florida, just their offense, I don't see them scoring more than 20 points. If we score 24 points, we win. 24 it sounds a lot like Purdue. How many did we need in, in the music I, I don't see Florida's offense alone. Now, I'm not like if they get pick sixes or like a punt return touchdown or a block whatever for a touchdown, I'm not counting that. Which but just, never their offensive, just the Florida before. offense isn't scoring more than 20 points. Okay, I got to go to listener question because we're kind of talking about the question right now. This, uh, this comes from Instagram. The listener question was What's your confidence level? And if Milton struggles in the first half of the game, do you go to Nico? Oh, the second question first, yes. Absolutely yes. I think it depends on how bad he struggles. Yeah. I think I think if we we actually go into halftime or something, it's like, hey, we need one or two scores and we're definitely not getting it out of Milton, we throw Nico in. The interesting I don't, thing I don't think that'll happen, but is, I think do, there do is we, a scenario it can. Do we make a permanent change or just like a one-time change for this game and go back to Milton next week? No. I think if you Why? make a change, it, you kind of have to go all in. This just, is crazy talk. No, I'm just saying, that's what I'm asking. I'm not saying one way to ask what, questions. What do we think about the <laughs> – I've heard people compare this situation to Clemson with uh, Bryant and Trevor Lawrence. What do we think about that? They went to Lawrence in like game five of the season – and I mean, Kyle said it earlier, you know, this is a, a swing year to get get us to Nico's tenure. Like, I mean, go ahead and start it. Not, but it's not going to hurt anything. He'll be here next year. Go ahead and see, get him some experience. The only is if he becomes a turnover. Yeah, like... I don't want him to come out of the oven too soon, if that makes sense. Right. If Joe starts throwing picks or making fumbles, if 
fumbling the ball or he gets injured. Those are the only two ways. Josh has shown he didn't go to Nico when we when things were just not working against Austin P. He switched things up. We went to bubble screens and halfback dives. Caleb, what do you think? I mean, I'm not going to Melton, and I kind of agree. It's like it has to be multiple turnovers and like three and outs, just like moving nowhere. I'm not against it, but I'm going to give Melton a pretty long rope. Okay, I mean that's I've, fair. That's fair. We have we have and are continuing to be extremely patient with him, and I will do so. Can continue to do so, but I. I have my worries from a body of evidence. I mean, Chris, you've you've almost said it perfectly when you brought up the uh, Vandy and the Orange Bowl, uh, Joe Milton. Like that that's what guy, I was expecting. That that that's guy can what win I was sold on. a lot of games. Yeah, but uh, and those receivers, Keaton and White and Brew, those guys can win us a lot of games. He was putting the ball perfectly, just about perfectly. Although, I will say people misremember that Clemson game. They thought it was this fantastic offensive performance. It was a clunker. It was yeah. a clunker for long stretches. Now we got the highlight plays. The highlight plays were what took that game and made that memorable and out of reach for Clemson. It wasn't grinding it out on the ground. We got in position, and we had faster receivers and better scheming to get long touchdown throws. That's the Tennessee offense I've come to expect, and it's not the one I've seen. And that's I think that's probably the majority of the reason for my apprehension about this. Uh, I'll say the one thing that has concerned me about the offense, I'm not worried. About, I feel like we're going to hit the bombs when, the, when we need to. But we hit, are not going as fast this year as we did last year and that does worry me a little bit i think a lot of that is center yeah Yeah. do you think uh cade mays plays no he's out of eligibility (laughs) (laughs) Mays, my bad cooper mays uh (laughs) i think he does i think i'm kind of leaning towards no i don't know why i think that but yeah, Josh. I, was I don't a, know, but I just you've been listening. To he's, gonna, he's been selective enough in his wording that makes me think he's not going to play. Yes, oh, he was okay. a little too giddy in the press conference today. Just talking about how excited he was for Cooper to be out there with the with the boys. We got him back. We dressed him last week. We're just wanting to see until we get gets. We're just we held him out to get him to a hundred percent. He was very excited. That screams no. He's a hundred percent. These guys have. World class, everything health related. He'll play. He'll play. I think if it's Tennessee, Florida, if you're at seventy percent, you put on the pads and go. If there's not really a significant risk that you're going to worsen whatever this mystery ailment was. I mean, I think if he's seventy percent, the only way he should play is when Nico taps him on the chest and says, "You're my center. Let's go." <laughs> Let's go win this game. <laughs> my, my my thing is, I think if Florida was last week, he would have played. But since we were just playing Austin Peace, he didn't. 
Frank I disagree. I'm playing Austin P. I'm the opposite of that. Um, but here's here's I guess the question I was kind of thinking of while y'all talking. How bad can Joe Milton play and we still win? Like uh, his B level game, his C level game, his D level game. I mean, you're making me mad just thinking about it. I mean, I think he can play pretty I, bad. To yeah, your point, I think we, we could run with the D game. I think, based off that question, I'll start it by saying this: I think that you are dramatically undervaluing Florida. And I think that you are dramatically undervaluing Tennessee, Florida. Tennessee, I think Florida. The second nothing. one's more yeah. true than the first. Tennessee, Florida is when the weird happens, when the inexplicable happens. See, I just feel like I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like we're in a new era where we flip, we've turned that page. A new I mean, era we where we like beat FCS by seventeen. I think we don't have to get the heebie-jeebies when we see the Florida script. But I do, Kyle. I do. I hate it. I will admit that this week, more so than any other, turns me into an absolute lunatic. <laughs> I'm a mess. Clearly. Absolutely. <laughs> I will talk myself into the worst of things. Yeah. Okay. We have experienced them. See, I think it's not it's not reality, it's PTSD. I don't <laughs> I right, don't Chris, think I get wanna... PTSD from <laughs> we played a horrible, horrible game a few days ago. And there were signs of that coming in the game with the big the big first game. All right, Chris, I don't, have, about it score. I don't have the question in front of me, but our other listener question for the pod... Uh, oh, yeah, we forgot about them. ...was something along the lines of, just how bad is it going to be? And so I would like for you to imagine just how bad it could be. Just how bad could this could this go? Yes. Chris, did you write a question to... to what, f- the Florida game, or...? No. Yes, the Florida game, just how bad... Is it going to be? How bad could the outcome we get? We all know the answer to that. Is it going to be or could it be? Well, I don't know. I, what do you think? What's invent, your a new, invent a new worst case scenario we haven't Describe seen. Describe your worst case scenario, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the worst case scenario. Okay, I get that feels like a two-parter. The worst case scenario is we their defense is better than we anticipate. We simply cannot move the ball. We are forced into stopping that they are selling out to stop the run, which is the fundament of our offense, and we can't complete passes to move the offense. So we're in kind of a slobber knocker. We get turnover happy. And we lose by du- double digits, and the crowd, <sighs> the crowd feeds into it. The worst case scenario, that that would be bad, but like I want, like what's the most heartbreaking way we could lose? Uh, the quarterback that doesn't <laughs> throw picks, throws one, 
in the waning seconds when we're we lose by a Joe pick six, and that just sends the entirety of our fan base into flames. Worst case scenarios are the ones where you just don't want to get on any kind of media following because you know what's there. They're, they'd be monsters. Yeah, 2015 and 2017 are worst case scenarios. But yes, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking like a. a just another version of ten to nine. Ten to nine would be like another version of neon. That's Trigo. what I was gonna say. First, you know that first checker kneeling. Yeah. The, it was like the entire game was played in the forty to forty, uh, you know, yard lines, and yeah, like, it was, no one could do nothing. Hopefully, that, avoiding the uh, ramifications of the next morning for the Florida quarterback, but yeah. 2014 it was like have you ever seen the crucible <laughs> yeah read the it, play in in high school where yeah. the guy gets uh crushed to death as his punishment giles Corey. giles Corey gets cr- yeah. oh wait <laughs> that was what it <laughs> was like that's what that game was like stone after stone after stone crushing the life out of me Fifteen was something altogether different. I was catatonic. <laughs> I, I had friends at my apartment in Florida, and I, I just sat there with a drink in my hand on my porch, and, and just stared. And then genuine—they were genuinely concerned for. They put me to bed. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The worst case scenario. I mean, the, I've. I feel like we've had this kind of like we, we I could see a, a triple doink off the goal field goal to when when we would you know, something very makeable uh, blocked kicks. Um, what is inexplicable? How do you how do you explain the inexplicable? I don't know. That's what makes this series so. Utterly, utterly horrifying. I mean, I do think that it's nice that Jeremy Banks doesn't play for us anymore because he always seemed like that guy that pretty much every play could get you an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, and it doesn't seem like we have that guy on defense right now. Have you ever seen Kamal Haddon? I was just about to say, I think Kamal Haddon is going to have I wish I hadn't, but yeah. He's probably going to have a couple pass interferences, but I also feel like he's going to make a huge play. Hey, shout out to him for that interception. When he turns his head, baby, <laughs> oh baby. When oh, he's putting his helmet in their helmet. No. So this is the absolute last year of eligibility for our secondary, correct? It has to be. I literally I mean, no offense to, to the guys, but no. God bless. Uh, Alright, what else do we think about Florida? Did I give my worst case scenario? I don't think I did. Do it. Go for it. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> it, it hurts. It hurts to even think about, you know. It, 2007. What? Yeah, 2007. We're at Florida, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, the game is in reach, you know. We're, we're not playing great, but we're there. And then it just snowballs from there and ends up, what, 59 to 20. 
Yeah. I think that's my worst. It started with the uh, – it was right in front of us, Caleb, in, that, in, the tennis, near, in the Tennessee end zone. And Eric Ainge's pinky is it's not so good. And he hands off to Foster, and it just – somehow it gets muffed, and they just take it right in, and it just – yes, it snowballs. That was also the game Eric Berry had like an 80-yard interception return yeah. for a touchdown. Meet up with Tebow. Still, no, that was 09. That was 09, yeah. That was 09? Yeah. Why do yeah. I hear that? Was the, the, my ears I was there that for was that one. The, that was 09 was the moral victory. We lost by 10. Lane said he couldn't hear the yeah. rocket playing. The rocket top. I watched that one in Auburn, Alabama. I watched that one in Gainesville, Florida. Oh, Matt. Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. How many times have you been to the swamp? Just once. Wow. I'll never go back. I mean, come on. The swamp. The only thing it has going for it is, like, the crowd is pretty much right on top of the field. But other than that, like, it's just a stadium. Three times now. Oh, Chris. Did you take one of those hazmat showers? or? Uh, they were. They were actually pretty well behaved because we were so awful in 2013 let me tell you sorry go ahead well like my impression i living in north florida for four years i got a, a slightly different take on florida fans than i used to have they were not quite at least on the ground what i had come to expect they're certainly not the ones that were outside neyland stadium every florida game i'd been to they were, they were, they were fine. They they, they had no passion. They had well, they had no passion for us. That was the 2013 Peterman game. Oh yeah, oh, we're harmless. That was, yeah. Then two weeks later, they were very passionate. In I saw them play Arkansas. Took a bunch of the law school people there. Sat in the student section right next to the band. It was. It was a unique perspective. Highly recommend, especially if you wear neutral colors. I think the biggest surprise I had at the University of Florida was just how many like parking lots full of scooters they have. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a huge school, like what over fifty thousand students or something, but they all ride scooters. Like it's it's mind blowing. Like you just see. Thousands of scooters packed into a parking lot. Well, it's a it's very, a it's a very flat campus. It's yeah. not like here, where even going downhill is uphill. It's very yeah, it's flat. A very, very weird place. Yeah, I mean, they have a version of the strip that is literally right beside the stadium. They have the just just a whole string of bars, right in front of right on this road, right in front of the stadium, and yeah, the. The environment was, I mean, I, I can't really compare to what people in the past have talked about. It was extremely staid. I don't expect that tomorrow or Saturday. I expect they'll be pretty juiced. Yeah, but if we jump on them early, I expect they're going yeah. to give up. If we jump on them early. How good oh. is it going to feel when we do this podcast next week and we came out of a, with a victory and we're like, well... Milton it's not going to happen. Good. It's not going to happen. Matt. We're playing Florida. 
Like, let's be honest. We're playing Florida. We're going to go down there. We're going to lose by two touchdowns. It'll be number 21 next week. I thought you were 75% confident, man. What happened to I that? was, and then we kept talking. <laughs> and I'm like, 71%. I mean, You're susceptible. I respect <sighs> that. But, no, we're going to come if If we come out of this... I don't know how we can how we can sit here and say Florida sucks. They do suck. Okay, <laughs> you could you say that they suck, but then you say that you'd be fine with a one point win. Is that building in Tennessee, Florida, or are you fine with the fact that we just can barely get by t- a team that sucks, thus making us seem like we sucked kind of too? Just win, baby. Okay, yeah, that's how I feel. I mean. Here's the thing. I, I've not seen any team that scares uh, Yeah, we aren't amazing, but no other team is amazing. Aside from Georgia, maybe. Kyle, have you seen Colorado? I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Unaware. What I'm saying is like uh, Alabama's lost, Texas a and is lost, LSU is lost. Like, there's actually a really good opportunity for us to just lose to Georgia and not make it to Atlanta and still be in the playoff. Which is why I don't think that this is some transition year. This is the most flux the league's been in since 07. And it, it's, it pains me that I don't see us being able to capitalize just yet. That's perfect. But, wait, did you say this is a transition year or isn't? I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is just yet. I've got I mean, a, I've got a I just want to win. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of questioning it. Also want to win, Matt. We just won last year, Matt. What? Barely. We Joe need... Milton's the quarterback of that game. We lose. I don't disagree. Well, yeah, but if Graham Mertz is the quarterback at Florida, we win by like four touchdowns. How have you seen Grand Mertz's stats? They're pretty Mertz. bad, aren't they? He he looked more than serviceable as the game went along at Utah. It wasn't Grand Mertz's fault that Florida lost that game. Okay, it's, the rest of the team sucks. Great, we'll win. <laughs> Grant Utah is quite good. Even though they struggled with Baylor. Man. Okay, that's another good point. There were, like, it felt like everybody struggled last week who, like, all the good teams. Like, Georgia was tied with Ball State or whatever after a quarter. Kentucky like, didn't tie it up. I think that's a very good point. Yes, that's well, let me bring this point up, too. Next year we've got Texas and Oklahoma joining the league. Are we already seeing, I think, uh, Somebody, maybe Chris or Kyle, brought up this point earlier, but are we already looking past these cupcake games and saying, okay, whatever, we're gonna we're, we're better than them on paper, we're going to go out, somehow we're going to win the game. Are we just passing up game prep for Austin P going straight to Florida? Is that the new reality this year? I kind of think that that was yes. the case. Does that have to do with Texas and Oklahoma? Yeah, well, I mean, cause <laughs> we're going to have less of these cupcake games moving oh. forward. So, 
Well, we're it's still saying, got... okay, college football's heading in this direction. Whatever, we're going to win. You know, this is not Jeremy Pruitt versus Georgia State, but... Those games are still going to be there. We still are going to have an eight-game conference schedule. For next year. For next year. Well, yeah. Rest in peace to my point, then. <laughs> it's okay. The only thing that is giving me genuine confidence right now is I still think Florida, as I've been reading, Florida has kind of a platoon set up defensively. They really like to rotate in defensive players to keep them fresh throughout. If Tennessee can execute its offense like it's capable of doing, that 400-pound nose tackle that they have is going to be on his ass hyperventilating. That has to be, to me, the key. Tempo, 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 and execution. Yeah. So we think we're going to see lots of fake injuries from Florida? Oh, no question. I do think I would love to see the first drive we had against uh, West Virginia where it was like the first seven plays was a run. You know, it's like really I hope you mean Virginia, not West Virginia. West Virginia, yeah. Or whatever, Virginia. <laughs> They're the same. Just heaven. Um, but yeah. It's a fumble on the first play, if I remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that guy sitting beside me. That's Oh, man. But yeah, I think if if we uh, if we just their first series we just run the ball down their mouth and score a touchdown, I think we just go away with it. I mean, that would be what I would be looking for. I'm just with our line, and they're going to be we run a lot, and they know what we're running. I said that like such a yeah, but. Yeah, hopefully they do bring some people down in the box to slow the run, and we can finally take our deep shot. No one's done that yet. Huh. Yeah, I'm sure somebody in the second row of Ben Hill Griffin Stadium wants a souvenir football. <laughs> oh, my God. This can we is, stop it talking is about it? I don't I've never understood how, like, it, how y'all get so worked up over just, like, I get it. Florida has beat us a lot, but it's just, like, I don't think we're in that era anymore. I agree. There, but, we had good reason to do this when we sucked for however many years. Now we don't this, suck anymore. This isn't Jeremy <laughs> Pruitt. It's not Butch Jones. It's not Derek Dooley. Like you, I'm, and I love you guys, but you're talking about the Tennessee in the Butch Jones, Jeremy Pruitt, and Derek Dooley area. Era. We're no longer in that. But we're you mentally guys, living in the former '90s era where this game meant everything. Yes. We lose to Florida. Okay, SEC championship. Yeah, whatever. Two games in the Josh Heupel. Two Florida games in the Josh Heupel era. First one, we get our ass totally kicked. Two, last year, we could have lost it. The inexplicable happened. They get that onside kick. They start yeah, coming yeah. back. Like it's still Tennessee, Florida. That's true, and we overcame it. We didn't lose. Next. <laughs> that, was, that was Hendon Hooker at quarterback, though. At I can't. Home. I can't. I don't want to think about this game until 6.59 on Saturday night. And yet, you're going at, at all points of the day, from this day until then. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I've been since Saturday. I've been a, a seesaw of Milton Socks. Milton's great. Yo, no, no, no. We'll you have okay. not been a seesaw of Milton's. You haven't gone I to the have. Milton's great side of the seesaw yet. That's true. <laughs> no, okay, not that he's great, but he's capable. He is He puts capable. his mind to it. He can do anything. Do we think he just needs to focus a little bit more? I think he needs better help. <laughs> this would be a great time for an ad read. <laughs> yeah, we're just testing our future uh, transitions there. <laughs> oh, man. All right. They, 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 so, team what? meeting. Team meeting that this week has been just the most intense Florida practice, building off the obvious Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday Florida practices that they had last week, that this has been a week to focus. This is my hope, and that we see the offense that, it, at, at the very least, the Orange Bowl offense. That offense beats Florida by two two scores or more. Yes, I'm all in, Chris. That Our elite fence is going to secure this victory for us if yes if 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 beasley can if we can continue to like do do what utah did against florida's offense they got pressure consistently they were aggressive they were a bag of nails they were just swinging a bag of shit and florida took it every time that's what we need to be the cheetah Cheetah. all right let's let's finish our florida content with (laughs) we'll go around are we going to beat Florida, Kyle? Yes. Caleb. Yes. Chris. Yes. Matt. Yes. Okay. So it's we done. did all of that. Oh, that's done. for that. I can't believe y'all said that whole thing, and you are just like, "Yeah, <laughs> Jesus." I mean, if I, and said, if I had said no, we'd gone right back into what we just talked about. So. Jesus. I'm nervous, man. I don't... I'm tired of this. I think it's going to be quite close. What will it take? Like, if we beat Florida three straight years, would you stop being nervous about playing Florida? I don't think so. I don't either. That's what freaking sucks. I really don't think so. It, <sighs> it's going to be a lifetime affliction. Someday... They're going to find a way to get them off the schedule. And that's what I was going to say. They're probably not going to be in our pod, right? Yeah. I don't think Caleb invited them, no. (laughs) 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 Great joke there, buddy. All right. So um, we're done with Tennessee, Florida. Yeah. Well, let's. Speaking of dead air, the eyes of Texas fell upon Tuscaloosa, Alabama last Saturday. Texas takes down Bama at home. What do we think? I think we all watched it. Yeah, it makes me pretty encouraged that we can beat Bama. They don't have a quarterback. Is Texas, what, what was the poll that had Texas number four? Was that a real thing or did I dream that? Is that the, somebody... probably higher. I mean, with the JP poll. Okay, folks. Texas is not great. Alabama sucks. That's the answer. That's what Texas happened. Texas looked pretty good. No, they looked normal. They looked like a mid-tier Matt, SEC team. Better than Texas. Georgia. Tennessee. Who? Tennessee. God. 
What are we losing to Florida now? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just wondering where, where your mindset is. I mean, why are you guys giving Alabama credit? Both teams suck. I mean, Texas didn't look like they sucked to me. I think Alabama lost that game more than Texas won it because Alabama's quarterback is not a quarterback. It's a yeah, run- he sucks. Yeah, so I think it's more. I think it was less about Texas being good and more about Alabama having a big problem quarterback. Because I mean, those interceptions he threw were just like lobs to the cornerbacks and the defensive backs. It was a very ugly, un-Nick Saban-esque game. So, I mean, I do think we're – this is the end of Nick Saban. I think another year or two and he's done. It was weird that Texas beat them in the way Nick Saban used to beat teams. They ran the ball. They had hit deep balls in play action. They out-schemed. Their receivers were better athletes – than Alabama's and just better schemed up than Alabama's secondary. They and and then on the other side, Texas had beef. They had beef on the lines and beef in the linebackers, and they were just those 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 interceptions from Milrow were you know, pressure induced at times. He he was not the quarterback that he was obviously the week before because Texas is a good football team. I don't know that the hype is real to put them in the playoff, but it may be justifiable because they don't play anybody. But it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if they are the fourth best team, but they probably deserve to be ranked. I mean, like, that's a good win. Maybe not Bama's not elite, but I don't know. I'd probably have, like, Georgia, Florida State, Texas. I don't I mean. I mean, yeah. in terms of most – most overwhelming, most impressive performance, Texas, Florida State, are the two that really stand out. I want to say yeah. Duke is the third. I think, I think Texas won the biggest game of the year so far in college football. They deserve to be in the top five. Thank God that these games don't actually matter, as we learned last year. Early season games don't matter. It was, I mean, we should state it is a quality loss for Bama, so they Probably deserve to be ranked ahead of us due to their quality <laughs> loss. <laughs> I do like uh, somebody was saying it is definitely the check back game where it's like later on in the season you're going to check back to this game and say, oh, that was actually a really great win by Texas because Alabama just took off from here. Or that was a really uh, bad loss for Bama because Texas kind of fluttered from here. Either way, back. Nobody checked back to Tennessee beating LSU. Who? Why is Kansas State playing in Baton Rouge in Week Four? <laughs> it, just, it never happened. But it, yeah, it will. It will end up being the best loss of Nick Saban's life. I guarantee it. Yeah. I mean, one one of my key takeaways from the whole weekend was that our schedule. If we can put it together a little bit, is lining up amazingly. Yeah, I agree. Like, if we can get past Florida, South Carolina, we should get past them. AM was not impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> so. 
Oof. playing in front of tens of fans in Miami Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Those are ten very passionate fans, Chris. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there, there were there were lots of little Cuban ladies just screaming their heads off. It was very impressive. <laughs> I don't I don't necessarily care about Miami being back and that being good for college football at all. Yeah. But it was nice to see Texas A and M. Okay, that's that's a much more manageable assuming assuming progression of Tennessee, which will happen. South I hope you're right. Manageable Kentucky again. <laughs> Was tied at half and <laughs> Eastern Kentucky, the Colonels. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Enough to put their OC in the hospital. <laughs> Wait, what? You yeah, didn't hear I saw. That? I saw that tweet he put out. He's fine now, but yeah, Cohen was in the hospital. Did not see that. Undisclosed event. All right, guys, what else we got? We've been at an hour here. One thing I would like to point out is one thing I've kind of noticed over the first two weeks is that I think we're now seeing the the product of NIL and paying players above the table oh, yeah. as proven that Alabama and Clemson were clearly cheating and paying people under the <laughs> table because now they have come back down to earth and they are just as bad as everybody else now that everybody can pay players. I mean, we yeah. were paying players, too. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. But they were Not doing better than everyone else. Yeah. And now They were else. better cheaters, but they, when it comes to playing fair, they're just as good or bad as everybody else. Yeah, I mean, that plus the portal has made college football way more interesting. We just got to figure out a way for We got to figure out what George is doing because they're, yeah. they're up to that's, something. That's a really good point. I think that's my favorite thing about this football season is that it's wide open. I mean, they're like literally anybody at this point that's decent to an extent can can win it all. I'm excited yeah. for it. It has some major 07 early vibes. Yeah. I mean, even the Pac-12 is pretty good, it seems. Isn't that funny? Everybody <laughs> just spent like a month memeing on the Pac-12 and they're the best conference. <laughs> I think at this point, I honestly think USC is my pick to win it all. I mean, I was a Caleb Williams hater and just like, oh, okay, yeah, give him the Heisman, whatever. But, man, that dude is real. He is insane. Is their defense good enough? I haven't really watched. I don't know. That's what I was thinking about, so it's probably a really stupid take. I but seen that's what we game. do here. Oh, they play on Apple TV or something? I don't know. Pac-12 Network? Apple yeah. Plus? Maybe the illegal streams that I just don't want to do. Uh, wait until we have a VPN sponsor to mention that, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? What do you guys want to end with? Chris, what you got going on? <sighs> a lot. A lot? Okay. I'm not at liberty to discuss. Oh, okay. Okay. Kyle, what do, what do you want to talk about before Saturday? Um, I mean... Nothing really. I'm excited. Just uh, I'm not really excited. Is there any other big games we need to like, not even talk about? That's but, what like, I've heard. It's a it's a rough weekend for yeah. They, they, their their games. Themes have been coming out. I'm waiting for the weekend, the Saturday after this Saturday. Yeah. Who yeah. Ole Miss has a uh, LSU plays Mississippi State. Might be a decent game. Oh, okay. See, I'll watch that. 
people forget that these are the weekends where yeah, fun. The absolute the dick tripping happens. Yeah. Family, this, show. family show. Fine, whatever. This is these are the weekends where something truly wonderful happens. It hasn't happened yet, but I, I there are there are no bad weekends. They bad setup. So this this one is just as good as the others. I don't care about ranked versus ranked. Yeah, I only ask because I get invited to a church barbecue from like twelve to five, and I'm like, well, I can't stay for the whole thing because uh, I want to get back. But I was like, I'm not really missing anything for like the nooners or the three thirties. Like, probably not. I mean, you might. Uh, if you can be back by like three thirty, that might be good to catch yeah. the end of the. I might try to just pop in real quick and be like, hey, yeah. It's at Brooklyn Bridge Park if anybody wants to attend. If any of our New York City viewers, we're going to be at here in Brooklyn Bridge. Um, Kyle, I was thinking this the other day. I was a little... We've not seen your game day menu in a in a while. You used to send us updates with what you were going to order and, and what beverages you'd have. I don't think we've seen them in over a football season now. Uh, well, last game, I had a cachapa, a Venezuelan uh, dish that was really nice. Um, mm-hmm. It's cake. Really, really good. It's basically like a corn pan, a pancake, and you put, like, uh, chicken or beef or cheese or whatever. Yeah. Really yeah, nice. at the uh, Get to the Cachapa restaurant there in, in the Bronx. Is it that much different than the Arepas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Arepas is like a sandwich. This is more like a... It's really weird. It has like the the look of like a burrito, but it's not. But it's, oh. it's really really good. Oh. Um, Caleb, what do you got on the uh, Venezuelan sauce on it? What do you got on the tailgate menu this weekend? I don't know. I was thinking about that. I got uh, maybe a pork butt. I'm not sure. Maybe some wings. I don't know. I'll we'll have to see. My votes right. for the wings, especially. You still got that Japanese wing sauce? I got a little bit of that, yeah. Oh, that stuff's incredible. Incredible. Are you guys going to go watch the game at Caleb's? I don't know. Oh, if we're invited, Kyle, we can't just My show bad. up. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, um, I think my closing thoughts for Florida game is, uh, I want to believe, but I got to see it first. Just go out there and... and Beat the hell out of them, Tennessee. Come on. Let's let's do it. <sighs> Tired of it. Tired of close Florida games that make me nervous. So Sick of them. Yep. Sick, sick, I'm sick of them. Sick and tired of them. Get some rest, Joe Milton. Um, hope our guys have a comfortable flight down there. <laughs> They're staying in a Best Western. <laughs> Best Western, yeah. In Gainesville. Hopefully there's a Waffle House within walking distance for Mr. Campbell there. <laughs> Mr. John Campbell. Alright, we're, we're tailing off here. Alright. BTFU, boys, let's hydrate, let's get ready. It's going to be fun. We're going to win. Get all right. and Follow us on TikTok now, we're on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, yes, thank you. Less so Twitter, just because... YouTube. Like yeah, and subscribe. YouTube. Like and subscribe. 
Hit that sure. bell for notifications. Sure. God uh, bless. Send us your you questions, your, your comments. Yeah. Concerns. Shout out to rapper Andy. Rapper Andy gave us a preview of his rap that he's going to be doing, and he'll post it. Yeah. Uh, Very excited. I think he goes by VFL Swag now, actually. <laughs> Go follow him on your social media accounts. Or don't. No. Just don't. Yeah. But at the end of the day, only one thing matters, boys. Go damn Vols.